Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Investec India podcast series with me, Swapna Bandarkar. As India grapples with the devastating and deadly COVID-19 second wave, the vaccination drive has come as a glimmer of hope. But there are many questions surrounding the biggest drive in the world, primarily around capacity and pricing. To answer these questions, we have with us today Anshuman Gupta, India's leading pharma analyst. Anshuman recently released his research report, India's Pharmaceut- India Pharmaceuticals, Vaccine Supplies, Bottling for India, Supply Set to Improve. This report provides an interesting Excel model that pro- determines various factors that will aid the vaccination drive. Welcome, Anshuman. Thank you, Sopna. Yeah, so I read your report and uh, I must say it it is fantastic. It, the detailing is so good and I thought I should take this opportunity so that uh, we can share it with our listeners. Uh, so let me start with the first question, which is, um, you know, India has opened up the private market for people about 18 years of age who want to get vaccinated from May 1st. However, news reports suggest challenges around supply and availability of vaccines. What does your research, recent research report say about that? So, Sapna, I think uh, India has opened up this vaccination for over 18 years of age. Uh, this is almost like 60% of people of India who become eligible for vaccination. Assuming that each one of needs a two-dose vaccine, we will need a total of about 1.7 million doses. Out of this, about 10% of doses have already been administered to government uh, ongoing vaccination drive for over 45 years of age population. As for our vaccine model, which we recently updated, we see that next one or two months may be a challenge and demand may outstrip supply. However, July onwards, we believe things will improve substantially. And from the current supply of 90 million doses a month, supplies are expected to touch almost 200 million plus doses per month by August, and then further increase to 250 million plus doses a month by October. 90% of these vaccines would be manufactured in India, and there would be a small component which will be of imports. We expect with this run rate, India will have enough supplies to vaccinate 75% of its population, which is above 18 years of age by October 21. This implies that the current 3 million per doses per day or say 3 million per day doses, uh, which is the current vaccination run rate, I think this could almost triple by then. We see, uh, honestly, uh, that these supplies will improve significantly and uh, move to a surplus by the end of the year. If we see US as an example, demand for vaccine appears to have saturated in the 50 to 60% of the adult population, which is population over over 18 years of age. So if a similar thing plays out in India, then we may have a surplus even faster. All right. All right. But tell me something, you know, in order to ease supply constraint, um, India may approve more vaccines. So how many vaccines are likely to be approved and be on the Indian market over the next few months? So uh, currently, um, there are a couple of vaccines, Covishield and Covaxin, um, and Sputnik by uh, the Dr. Reddy's and RDIF, which is a Russian company collaboration. I think uh, 
other than Covishield and Covaxin, which are already available, I think Sputnik, which is the Russian vaccine, will be available from May. I think all these are two short vaccines. We expect that Cadillac's health cares Zycov D, which is three short and two short, is likely to be approved in June. Other vaccines which may get approved in the near term are J&J single shot vaccine, Novavax uh, two shot vaccine, Pfizer's two shot vaccine, and Moderna's two shot vaccine over the next few months. Our own biological ease two shot vaccine candidate may also be up, up for approval over the next few months. Together, India may have about eight to nine vaccines approved by September of this year. It also, however, depends if some of these uh, international players do decide not to come to India, which in this mm. current scenario appears, uh, the probability appears low. So mm. I think Indian government took a very uh, good step where they uh, expedited approval for foreign vaccines without any large-scale trials. Uh, and this would help some of these foreign players who have done very large-scale studies in other markets and have got approval in these markets to come faster to the Indian market, right? In mm. addition to new approvals, right, that is not the only way to increase supply. The other way is that both Covishield and Covaxin capacities have been increased in order to meet this higher demand, right? For example, Covishield is likely to double capacity in next few months from 50 to 60 million doses a month. Uh, and Covaxin has almost uh, or has announced almost a 10x capacity increase over the next few months. So this should actually help ease out the supply constraints. Uh, our research, you know, what is it's throwing out is that India will have an annualized capacity of almost five to six billion doses by next year with like eight to 10 vaccines on the market. That's that's very encouraging, you know, and uh, to hear. Uh, and, you know, earlier you named a few vaccines from the uh, global players, but you also mentioned that the contribution from imports would be limited. How will this happen? I think this is this is quite interesting, uh, Sapna. As you know, India is a very or the largest manufacturer of vaccines in the world by volume. And even for COVID, India has built large capacities, right? So I, I, I'll, I'll take you through each of the foreign vaccines which are which are expected to come to India. So let's say first is Sputnik V, which is the Russian vaccine. Initially, they will import from Russia in May. And then they would start manufacturing in India by August, September. RDIF, the Russian company, who is the innovator of Sputnik V, they have done multiple tie-ups with several Indian manufacturers, uh, totaling almost 850 million doses. Companies like Panacea Biotech, Gland Pharma, Strides, uh, Virtual Biotech are some of these companies which you know RDF has tied up with. So this is this is sort of a one big capacity. I think the most interesting one to me is uh, the JNJ single shot capacity. They have one billion doses capacity in India through Biological E, a company which is based in Hyderabad. However, initial volumes they are likely to import. Then comes the Novavax two-shot vaccine. Uh, also, they have, they have capacities outside you outside India as well. But uh, within India, they have tied up with serum for almost a billion dollar billion doses capacity in India. Once Novavax is approved in US, they will likely get an approval in India as well. Serum has already started manufacturing Novavax uh, in their facility uh, in order to prepare for launch. Uh, mm -hmm. 
See, the other two uh, foreign vaccines are, you know, Pfizer and Moderna. So we do not have any indication as yet uh, anywhere whether they are likely to do any tie-ups uh, with Indian players for India, local India manufacturing. Mm. But suffice to say that they will, they are likely to import if they plan to launch the launch their vaccines in India. Okay, okay. Uh, and I come to the final question. You know, uh, and it's it's been on my mind for for some time now because I keep reading in the newspaper uh, is the pricing of these vaccines. So how do you expect pricing to play out uh, going forward? So um, we have seen in the press, right? Some companies have already announced pricing, uh, and uh, mm, it's a pre-tiered yeah. pricing, which is different for the center government, uh, the states, and the private market. While the center is providing free vaccination to population, which is over 45 years of age, and their price uh, sort of is fixed at about 150, 150 per dose. Uh, so all the companies have to supply. Uh, uh, 50% of their produce uh, to the center government at 150 rupees per dose. While, right. uh, you know, if you see state governments have already announced free vaccination for all above 18 years of age. So this would be really up to the state governments now to negotiate prices with these various vaccine players. My guess is that as com competition increases and more people get vaccinated and more supplies improve, there is scope for pricing to go down. Next year would be would be even more competitive in my view as there would be more vaccine availability with multiple players on the market. Uh, by next year, I think most of these vaccine players would have scaled up their manufacturing process so that they can maximize their revenue and profitability from um, these capacities. Um, and I, here I, I wanted to specifically mention JNJ. If you look at mm. a company like JNJ, it has a single shot vaccine and mm. has a not-for-profit motive which they have publicly disclosed. They also mm. have a very large Indian manufacturing and mm. that could play, in my view, a key role on both pricing and supplies for India. So if you look at J&J globally, they're offering mm. the vaccines at $10 per dose, uh, mm. but that is with a US and EU manufacturing footprint so far. So mm. once they have this biological E capacity running, you know, which is like a billion dose per year, I think they could offer it for much lesser in India. And and, and that's something um, I think that could be very interesting for the Indian market per se. Right, right. Okay. I think, you know, all the information that you've shared, I must say that there is hope. Um, and uh, hopefully the vaccination drive will kickstart and we'll... Uh, see a light at the end of this very dark tunnel that we are passing through right now. So uh, until we meet you again, uh, Anshuman and all our listeners, uh, please stay home and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you, Anshuman. Let's hear from Thank you, you very soon. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Take care.